1: Welcome back to another episode of Kramer Financial Talk. My name is Jim Kramer with Kramer Investment Services. If you'd like to get more information about what we talk about today, for callers in Wisconsin, feel free to call our Lake Geneva office at 262-729-4128. For callers in Illinois, our McHenry office number is 815-331-8096. Or reach out to us on our website at www kramerinvestmentservices.com. That's spelled K-R-A-M-E-R. While on our website, if, if you want to check out the last couple of podcasts, click on our media library and radio tabs. And for subscribers to Apple Podcasts and Spotify, you can view all of our past shows. So our topic that we're going to talk about today is the Roth IRA conversion. Uh, this has been a topic front and center with many of my clients. Uh, there's been a lot of Government spending over the past year. There's been talk about raising taxes, so that potential for higher taxes is how that might affect an investor. Well, the Roth IRA conversion is a is a perfect topic to have uh, and and to discuss today. But before we do that, I just want to introduce you to my co-host Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today?
0: Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking, and thanks for having me on your show. Uh, James, I really appreciate it. And it's been a great week. I've been really busy with family stuff and work, uh, but I'm excited to be here on the show with you. How have you been?
1: Good. It's been a couple of weeks since we did our show. Yeah, I know yeah it has. I, I had a vacation one week and then we had labor day, which we normally do. Wait it on a minute. Day, you Wait
0: a minute. Wait a minute. Stop right there, Jim. You, you get vacations. They let you take vacations.
1: I, you know, I. The good thing is I own my own company. <laughs> right, you're the boss. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I have to ask myself for permission, Tony, and I gave it that way. Well, that's nice. I, that's nice. And I, I know how hard to, you
0: work, so you deserve it.
1: Yeah, thank you. And I don't know, you know, I know you're in Minnesota. Are you familiar with Door County?
0: Oh, sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that's where I did. It's in the, it's up a uh, little past Green Bay. Yeah, and I took my daughter there and. It was just a, a good it's time. Nice. That's nice, nice, nice weather. And yeah, it was very relaxing.
0: Yeah, that's really nice. Another great place to go in Wisconsin are the Apostle Islands. You ever been there?
1: Oh, yes. That is beautiful. It's oh. a long drive from where I am, though, Tony.
0: Well, yeah, it's like, it's, it's a it's a little bit of a drive for, from where I'm at as well, but it's, it's well worth the price of admission. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah, that's so, for sure. So what are we talking about today? You said you wanted well, to talk about Roths.
1: Yeah, so that the Roth IRA, and I'm going to go into that. We're going to go into well, if if you have a 401k, if you have a traditional IRA, what should you do? What could we expect to happen down the road? So that's going to be our topic today. But before we do, uh, I just want to do a stock market update oh, yeah. that we do every couple of weeks. Sure. So, all right. So our stock market, the uh, have the we have the S and P 500, the Dow Jones, and the Nasdaq uh, composite index. The S&P 500 year-to-date is up 20%. Nice. Uh, It's been doing pretty consistently all year long. This past quarter, it's been up 4%. The Dow Jones has slowed a bit. Uh, Year-to-date, it's up 14%. It's up about a half a percent this quarter. And the NASDAQ, while it started really slow this year, it's really been on fire. It's up 18% now year-to-date, and it's growing at a faster rate now. Than the S&P 500, close to five, four four and a half percent. It's up this quarter. And year over year, the NASDAQ has performed the best, up 40 percent compared to 35 percent for the S&P 500 and 27 percent for the Dow. All of those are really good performance measurements. So the U.S. stock market is doing great. On the other hand, we always measure the alternatives, which include bonds and the Bloomberg Barclays U.S. Aggregate Bond Index, which is our chief indicator of the bond market is down for the year about uh, three quarters of a percent. It's been down pretty much all year. Year over year, it's been down. Um, going back a decade, it's up. it's been averaging about three percent per year. So our bond market has been pretty flat for quite a period of time, while the stocks have really been the big driver of for investors these days.
0: Well, yeah, and it's it's interesting. I mean, the markets go up and down. There's some volatility, but uh, we've seen a lot of gains, but people are concerned, uh, you know, the com- the economy and of course, COVID lingers on. So uh, I am interested in that and I'm glad you gave us a quick update. And speaking of money and stocks and stock market updates, we're talking about folks' IRAs today, right? So we're talking about a Roth IRA. So maybe you better give us a, a brief recap. So we're all on the same page on what a Roth is.
1: Okay. So a Roth is a is just really the complete opposite of a traditional IRA. With a traditional IRA, your contributions are given a tax break. Whereas your Roth IRA, with the money you put in, is really with after-tax dollars. There's no tax break that's given. However, the gains, hopefully, that you get gains over time, can be pulled out if you do it wisely without any tax effect to you whatsoever. Whereas the traditional IRA, you get the The uh, tax break up front, but the withdrawals that you make will be taxable as income. And it could be worse if you don't do a qualified withdrawal. And the qualified withdrawal would be you have to be at least 59 and a half. And that's really the main criteria for the traditional IRA or its like counterpart, the 401k. With the Roth IRA, a qualified withdrawal would be you have to be at least 59 and a half years old. You would have had to have opened up a Roth IRA at some point and had it been around for at least five years. Or you become disabled. If you're disabled and you're under the age of 59 and a half, you can access the full value of your Roth IRA in that circumstance. And plus, you could always pull out your contributions prior to 59 and a half without any penalties. Um, There's an income limit to the Roth IRA. um, And if you make more than... Let's say if you're a single person, $140,000 a year, or if you're a couple and you have income, and I should say taxable income of over 208000 you cannot contribute ah, into okay. a Roth IRA. But even those individuals could create a Roth IRA in retirement. We call it the backdoor IRA or Roth IRA.
0: Okay. So, um, obviously uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, retirement accounts like IRAs, it's all about the tax designation and taxes, right? And that's that, right. that kind of, that's kind of what, uh, uh makes it different and, uh, makes a, the IRS puts a lot of rules on these accounts. But to me so far, a Roth IRA sounds
1: like a, a dream, right? Yeah, the ability to pull out money without any taxes whatsoever is always a good thing because if you invested wisely, the gains that you make in that account will be significantly greater than your contributions. So you're only, you're not being given the tax break on your contributions, but all of the gains that you're making are completely tax-free. And That's awesome. If, if the government raises taxes, that makes the Roth IRA even more powerful, right, unlike because- the traditional IRA.
0: Right. Like a traditional IRA, sure, you don't have to pay taxes up front, but then all those gains that you make uh, when you pull it out in retirement, you have to pay taxes on all of it, the gains and what you put in,
1: everything. Absolutely. So yeah. this gets into our discussion today. You know What's happened over the past 18 months you know, has been concerning to some people. Um, there's been a lot of government spending. Obviously, sure. you know many of, uh, men, much of which was done due to the the COVID nineteen situation that we face right now. You know, very serious, and the economy was shut down for a good couple of months. And we've had some states that shut down or were very restrictive at the very least, and some states that weren't. But there's been a massive amount of government spending, and in stimulus spending beyond the traditional budget that the government has. Um, Over the last 18 months, they've spent $5.5 trillion in addition to their regular appropriation. And then there's another bill out there that potentially could have government spending increased by another $3.5 trillion. And just looking at, there's a website, Tony, it's called usdebtclock.org. Right now, according to that site, if you go on it, the federal government has spent already $7 trillion this year. And we're, we have over a three trillion dollar deficit at this point in time, and so the projection is by the end of the year we're going to be very close, if not greater than thirty trillion dollars in debt, which is substantially greater than our overall U. Um, our overall economy. You know the the GDP, the total value of goods and services bought and sold within the United States, is only about twenty one trillion. So we have a debt. Um, that's significantly greater than that. And it's right now at 126%. Whereas 20 years ago, Tony, the debt, to GDP ratio was only 56%, which is in line back in the 1960s. So our debt to GDP ratio really over the last 20 years has really gotten out of control. And so that's where eventually, if, if things kind of go to the way it's historically done, higher taxes may be on the rise. So that's where we're looking at our 401ks and our traditional IRAs, and that could be pretty vulnerable to us.
0: Sure. Obviously, uh, that's huge. And I I think that, um, you know, government spending and the debt, if you go to debtclock.org or usdebtclock.org, it's scary stuff, the numbers. They're outrageous. So um, what else do we need to know about Roths and a Roth conversion then?
1: Okay. So, and then before we get into what exactly we do, Tony, we have to look at the current income tax brackets. And right now we have one of the, historically speaking, one of the lowest tax brackets in history. And the big question is, are tax rates going to stay the same? Are they going to go up? I think it's highly unlikely tax rates are going to go down. So the big question is, is everything going to remain status quo? Um, But when the Trump tax plan went into effect in 2017 and it started in the tax year 2018. It had a sunset uh, provision in that. And that is after the year 2025, unless Congress extends it, uh, it's going to go back to the old tax rates. So for many Americans, most Americans right now are in the 20, excuse me, the 12% tax bracket. That is for couples making between 20000 and a little over $80,000 a year. Now that's after, that's your taxable income. And then there's plenty of Americans with couples that make between $81,000 and $172,000. Well, they're in the 22% tax bracket, but those tax brackets would change from 12% up to 15% and 22% up to 25%. And then coupled with that, we have inflation on the rise. The consumer price index is up over 5% year over year. And then the head of the New York Federal Reserve today just said that they anticipate inflation to continue on this 5% per year pace for another year. And if that's the case, and if that becomes a continuum, there's gonna be a lot of individuals in retirement that normally are in the 12% tax bracket, Tony, that by 2026, assuming that the Trump tax rates expire, we're gonna go into a higher tax rate. You're gonna jump from the 12 up to the higher tax bracket, which would take you from a 12% today all the way up to a 25%. And that would be more than a doubling of your taxes. And that is assuming you don't do anything uh, different than what you're planning on doing with your 401ks and your traditional IRAs. So that's where we could look at, okay, can we get some control over this or is the government going to control this process? Mm. You know, there's plenty of individuals who I, I've talked to who feel like, well, you know what? The government's going to do what it's going to do. And there's nothing I can do about it. But the fact is, you know, we have some time on our hands before the tax rates change for individuals in those tax brackets. If you have a significant income of $400,000 a year or more, your taxes are going to change rather quickly, I believe. But for other individuals, we could have a few more years until we see a tax increase. And we can do a whole lot to protect ourselves by converting some of our IRA money or a 401k money into a Roth. So I always ask individuals, you know, you have your statements with your IRAs and your 401ks. That balance that you see on there is not all of your money a portion of that money is gonna go to the government. So when you see a statement that shows you have, let's say $250,000 in an IRA, that $250,000 is not your money. A portion of it's gonna go to the government. The question is how much? And the object of a a Roth IRA conversion is that in the long run, you're gonna keep the majority of your money compared to if you do absolutely nothing, and especially if the tax rates increase for those individuals. Where I could see some individuals having a hundred percent rise at least to their federal taxes, and we can beat the government at, to the punch on this. Sure, and that's what that's where we t- and so uh, that's where we can get into the Roth conversion, Tony.
0: Yeah. So uh, basically, again, it, it you know whether a Roth is right or uh, when to do the conversion, it all centers around taxes and and tax brackets. So. Um, you know, obviously, uh, people need to understand what that 401k and IRA is. And do I need to transfer what's in my 401k to a Roth or my traditional IRA to a Roth? Uh, Talk to us about that.
1: Yeah, so this is what I call it. I call it the power of when. That is really about control. You know, do we want to be subject to the control of governments, you know, tax changes? Or can we kind of take a little bit of control of this ourselves? And first off, there there are different types of investment accounts. You have your non-IRA accounts, which could be an individual, joint, or trust accounts. You get taxed on that money every year. Uh, The money that you hold at the bank, although you don't get much in interest, you're taxed on that every year. And then there are the the traditional IRA and 401k accounts, which I call the 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 kick-the-can-down-the-road accounts, where eventually you're going to have to pay some taxes, and it could be higher taxes, And then there's the Roth IRA, which is a truly tax-free account if you use it in the right manner. And that is, you have to be at least 59 and a half to, to use it. You've had to have had a Roth IRA opened for at least five years. And if you're disabled, you also can get access to that money. But if you can take a portion of your money each year, now this is not right for everybody, but if you took a portion of your money, and paid it, let's say at the current tax bracket that you're in, you're declaring that tax right then and there. So if you can do it at the 12% level, that's fantastic. So if your taxable income, for example, you're a husband and wife, and your taxable income is at $30,000, well, you can literally take about $50,000 from your traditional IRA, convert it into a Roth account, and pay 12% federal. that, you have to pay state taxes if you're in one of those states. And then after that, there's no more tax on that money. It's tax free. So if they change your tax bracket and eventually, had you not done this, you ended up bumping into a higher tax bracket, especially when you're in your 70s, where we have to start being forced to pull out uh, money out of your IRAs. You just beat them at that game. And in a Roth IRA, you don't have to pull money out. If you have a Roth 401k, you do. But I always encourage those individuals, once you retire, roll that into a Roth IRA, and then you won't have to do the required minimum distributions. Mm. Now, sometimes I would recommend you go even more aggressive, where you're going to pay some of this money at the 22% level. And you obviously are going to be paying a lot more in taxes by doing that. But if I can forecast with my software that down the road, you're going to be in an even higher tax bracket, Or if the government raises taxes, it's probably worth it to you to even pay it at the twenty-two percent level. And I have oh no,
0: the government—they're not going to raise taxes.
1: Well, you know what? (laughs) We don't have that crystal ball, Tony, and you never know. I mean, I'm an optimistic person.
0: We we kind—we I'm an optimistic person. We kind of
1: do. I mean, how you know, far
0: can they kick the that debt? You go to the usdebtclock.org. I mean, you know, trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars of, of debt and uh, spending, uh, out of control spending. I mean, eventually taxes have to go up, I would assume. Well,
1: and their plan is, initially speaking, to raise it on the top end. Yep. Um, and we'll have to see how successful that is. Sure. If it's not successful... I think then they're going to do what they've done in the past, and that is go after people in the middle markets, middle income markets. And that's been historically what the government's done. And assuming that they just go back to the old tax brackets and they don't do anything else, um, it still makes it so valuable to consider, just at least consider a Roth IRA conversion. And I've had a lot of my clients come in my office. I run them a couple of scenarios, and I can tell them how much money they should project out and save over time. Sure. When you do this, though, Tony, you're increasing your taxes up front. Mm. So by doing this, it's a painful initial process. Sure. But there comes a break-even point where with time and patience and looking down the retirement horizon, it starts to benefit you. And I can tell people, and I've run reports where I'm saving people over time at least $100,000 plus over their wow. lifetime Yeah. by doing the Roth That's conversion. Huge. And that could be significant.
0: It's huge. So, uh, and obviously, um, you, we know taxes will go up once the, you know, there's a there's a time clock on our current low taxes. The taxes are as low as they've been one of the lowest in history, our current tax bracket. So uh, now is the time to take advantage because, uh, like you've said in the past, taxes are on sale right now,
1: right? Taxes are a deal. And we've got five years to go. So until the taxes, the sunset horizon on the Trump sure. tax plan disappears. So what I'm recommending to, to many people right now is that you pull out 20%. Now I know this is a little more aggressive for some, but if you pull out 20% of your IRAs each year and you put them into a Roth account, at the end of five years, you won't have any, uh, you won't have any IRAs and 401ks. That sounds a little harsh, but you're going to clean that money out, go into the Roth. And now going forward, you have tax-free income for the rest of your life.
0: And tax-free growth.
1: Yes, absolutely. And another thing is, you know, um, it's always different case by case. There's some people I do not recommend, particularly older people. Yeah. And sometimes when I run the numbers, it doesn't work out to their favor. Yeah. Um, But I will at the very least tell people, Based on your circumstance, here's what we could expect over your average lifetime, how much you could save in taxes by making that change. And it's often significant, especially if we do this a little more aggressively than they would be more comfortable doing.
0: Sure, sure. So, and uh, you should never do any type of conversion uh, with th- these accounts without working with somebody like yourself, Jim, a financial services professional, Correct.
1: Right. And I would always say that I would be in contact with their accountant or if they don't have an accountant, I have a CPA firm that helps us that we can do that consultation with. So I want to make sure that the the CPA or their accountant and me are on the same page. Um, I want to get a good idea as to what their overall real taxable income projected is for that year. I can do some assessments myself and get a ballpark, but I want to really drill down so I can Tell them definitively when they do that Roth conversion, here's what they should expect as far as the current year's taxes, how much it may project out to cost them over their lifetime, and how much will they actually save as a result of doing that. So I like to be precise, and I think any good advisor wants to be very careful when we start talking about doing these types of uh, transitions or conversions, so to speak. Sure. Sure.
0: Well, this has been a great discussion. I, I think we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go?
1: No, just if uh, if you have any questions or if you'd like to set up a face-to-face meeting, for callers in Wisconsin, our Lake Geneva number is 262-729-4128. And in McHenry, our Illinois number there is 815-331-8096. Uh, feel free to reach out to us because we're here to help.
0: All right, Jim, that sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Kramer Financial Talk with our host, Jim Kramer. Thank you for listening to Kramer Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Kramer at Kramer Investment Services. Call 262-729-4128 or visit them online at kramerfinancialtalk.com.